When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today is one of those days where things are working out really well and I'm not going to question it. Also my coffee has it like layered itself which looks kind of fancy. Hey everyone what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. My name is Kaylin and I like to basically sit here and hang out over a cup of coffee as if we were actually sitting to coffee in real life and having all kinds of life conversations. I recently posted a poll on the Kaylin's Coffee Talk YouTube channel asking you guys what you wanted to have a conversation about next, what kind of topic, and the number one winning topic answer was how to refresh your life and your energy. So that is what we're going to talk about today. All right, I feel like this post is like perfect for the topic of the day. So this is just a random, it's spring post, but it's gonna cheer you up. Just give it a good listen. When the sun is out, my mood is different. Life is different. There's blossoming the trees and there's happiness blossoming within me. I smiled at somebody on the street. They gave me a really dirty look. I gave them a bigger smile in return. They look surprised. I said, don't look surprised. Turn your eyes to the skies. The sun is shining. How can I take it personally on a day like this? Spring has arrived. Mm. Mm. If there was any, any energy I wanted to take into the new season, it would be that. I just gave someone a smile and they gave me a dirty look, so I gave them a bigger smile, period. That is the refreshed energy going into spring. Spring has sprung. Okay, so there was this little meme scroll through that I'm gonna read out to you guys. If you're watching the video, you can see the actual memes themselves. The first, and this one is used a couple times, is of My Little Pony smelling flowers, and it says me feeling everything so deeply. The next one is a nice little rainbow with a bunch of ponies saying me, my feelings coexisting in the open space of my heart, which again, I feel like has been a common theme in the coffee talks and in general lately, this, this idea of nuanced feelings, holding space for more than one truth at once that you can feel really happy and you can feel really excited or really inspired and at the same time be feeling confused or lost or be grieving or be mourning or feel sad. Like all of these things can be true at one time. The next is of like a pony chilling in bed, very cozy, and it says, me after setting years of uncried tears free. Full exposure, full, full disclosure, <laughs> full exposure, full disclosure. Feel like I have one of these sitting in me. When you get so stimulated and you just need to have a really good stimulation cry, like you've just been way too stimulated for too long and you just need to like let out that energy. There's one of those sitting in me somewhere. It's coming, I can feel it. Then we have the pony sniffing the flowers again saying, me defying the dominant culture by standing strong in my sensitivity. And this is what made me save this to my talk about it folder because this makes me feel seen. I've never heard this be phrased this way before, but just standing strong in your sensitivity in defiance of dominant culture. And I've never thought about the culture lately being dominant focused or natured. But it kind of is true. From a certain perspective, I could totally see that, how there is still this idea of you need to be badass, you need to be hardcore, 
You need to be, you know, reaching for the, the top, utmost, best, brightest version of yourself, which I do believe in, but I feel like that has been twisted or maybe taken out of context. And now we all think that we need to just dream the loftiest goals and shoot for the sky. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but to do so in a very domineering way, like to dominate your life, to take control of everything. I can see the draw in that and I get sucked into it too. I love feeling in control. I love feeling like I'm in the dominating stance or a dominating role of my life. Like everything is kind of spun under my thumb that I have full control and full capacity to just take all the things going on in the external realm of my life and use my internal energy to, you know, manipulate it in a way that works for my benefit, if that makes sense. But standing strong in your sensitivity flips that inside out because when you're in your sensitivity, you're sensing things, you're allowing things to come in instead of pushing things out. In a way, it's almost like to stay strong in your ability to go with the flow. And it doesn't mean that you're not taking control over your life. You know what it makes me think of? The line in Taylor Swift's Sweet Nothing, where it's just like, the voices that implore you should be doing more, but to you, I can admit that I'm just too soft for all of it. That's what this makes me think of. I'm gonna cough. <laughs> I'm still getting over a nice bout of bronchitis, so please forgive me. Luckily, like I said, these coffee talks are virtual, so you can't actually catch anything having a coffee with me, thank the Lord. I'll rip through the rest of these real quick. The next one says, the rainbow range of my emotions flowing through me. Relatable. One after that, me affirming that kind and gentle love is real and possible. And it's a little pony brushing her hair in the mirror. The next one is back to sniffing the roses, me feeling the ripple effect of healing that starts within and expands into my community, period. This feels like relatable to the last few years of my life, truly, um, especially online and with this phase that I'm in right now, this chapter of life that I'm in right now where I'm really trying to reimagine what my life looks like in terms of how I show up and how I create and the spaces I hold online. Me, honoring little me by making time for play, wonder and amazement, which we don't even need to go into inner child today, but we will soon because I feel like that is a theme that's also been looping back around. Back to the pony sleeping saying me, dreaming a softer world into being. This is a topic that actually, maybe I'll do a poll and see if this is something that you guys would be interested in talking in. I don't even know if I have collected thoughts on this yet, but this is definitely something that I do dream about often, think about often. What would that world even look like? I feel like we've talked about this a bit in previous episodes, but just this idea of what does the world look like that isn't run on broken systems or isn't run on broken values or broken morals or by you know concentrated, corrupted individuals. Like what does that world look like? And trying to dream that softer world into being I don't think you can do that alone. At least I feel like I can't do that alone. So I think that would be a really interesting topic to talk about and to hear other people's perspectives of what a softer world looks like to you to see if that we can come to some sense of consensus to try and dream it into being. And last one, the pony sniffing the flowers again saying, in my rebirth era, mood. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like, it 
I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The month of April has been themed, or I themed it just specifically in the memberships, this idea of taking time to gist and refresh my energy in the digital spaces, in my home space, in my wardrobe, and in my self-expression and the way that I like show up today. I did my makeup different. I just recently cleaned out my makeup drawer and so I've been playing around with new makeup again and just feeling this sense or this inspiration of wanting to take that sense of renewal that spring offers me and offers all of us into all of the little caveats of my life. There's something so fun about it and something so inspiring about it and I think that might be why this topic won over in terms of a coffee talk to talk about because it's fun and it should be fun, right? The last few weeks have been a little stressful and I've talked about it in my blog so I won't go into detail in this video or this talk today but just I realized that I was going about spring cleaning or gisting and all of these things in outdated ways, ways that I used to try and tackle projects and try and tackle things in the past and just trying to basically replicate that. And I had created all of these lists and I love a good list, but I was making it so structured so that I found myself the last few weeks, especially because I was very much in survival mode the last few weeks, feeling like the idea of trying to refresh and renew and spring clean and gist and all of these things, it was almost stressing me out more. Something that was meant to be fun and was meant to be inspiring was actually feeling really stressful and weighing me down and making me feel drained and like I just didn't want to do it at all. And I definitely still feel like everything on my list is something that I do want to get to. But the problem was the longer I was making my list, the more detailed I was making my list, the more in depth I was making my list, the more I was pulling myself out of the present moment and out of the energy that I was initially driving on when it came to wanting this sense of refreshment and renewal. How much of it should be planned and like executed in such a way that you tackle things off a list and you feel like you're doing things efficiently and effectively and how much of it needs to feel intuitive and needs to feel soft and needs to feel a bit more sensitive because if I'm honest with you, when I lean into the ladder, when I really drive into my sensitivities and I do things from my heart, that's when I feel like things have the greatest effect. I can sometimes tackle many things on a list and still not feel any different. Whereas if I can get into this space and it's so hard because it's the very essence of leaning into your feminine energy, leaning into your senses and your What's another word for it? Intuition in a lot of ways is it is more unstructured. 
the difference between your intuition and your instinct is instinct comes with structured like bam 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 follow these rules whereas intuition comes with a, a feeling a little wiggle or niggle in your stomach you know feeling of just like this seems right and I don't really know what it looks like and I don't know what it feels like and I'm not even sure how to do it but I just know it I just feel it it's it's wisdom it comes deep from your gut or deep from your pelvic bowl or depending on what you believe in if you're into the chakra systems it comes from that sacral chakra that deep deep gut that's just like this is what's propelling me forward. It's really interesting to hold space and try and find the balance between those things because I am definitely somebody that, especially when I'm feeling stressed, I tend to lean very deeply into my more masculine nature and go into that do it mode, that productive mode, that like check off lists and try and bring everything into such a structured, easy to understand, easy to visualize creation of something that I can follow step by step is sometimes and especially right now, I'm feeling like that's making me feel worse. And I don't know if anyone relates to that. That might actually make you feel better right now, which if so, go for it. But I'm really trying to like lean back into what I feel like is more of my strength, which is leaning back into sensing where I need that refreshment, sensing what needs to be the highest priority of the day. Like there is so much on my list right now that I, I feel overwhelmed. And especially now today being like the first day where I feel like I'm climbing out of survival mode and I'm able to gauge where I'm at with everything and be like, okay, like my house still needs to be spring cleaned. I started that like two or three weeks ago. I barely got to touch all of the spring cleaning in my digital devices. And this week I was planning on doing my clothing. Like, where do I start? Where do I begin? I feel like it doesn't really matter. Like when I sit and think about it, it doesn't matter where I begin. The It's not so much what I'm doing, it's why I'm doing it or the energy I'm bringing into it. Am I gonna get my office clean today or am I gonna get my wardrobe started today or am I gonna get my memory cards cleared off today because that's the refreshing and the renewal that I feel I need that's the list I made of things that I know if I were to get these things done I would feel fresh and new I would feel really just like accomplished and really set and ready to move into this new season feeling I know I keep on don't, please don't take a drink every time I say the words fresh and new but fresh and new I think what's more important is when I really step away from the lists and like you know even just turn them off, you know, put my reminders app away and sit with myself for a second, despite how uncomfortable it can be. And when I get these little open chapters of time where I can do something, what feels right? And it's hard because it's like, I mean, there's many things that can feel right and it doesn't necessarily always mean that it is right. Aside from, you know, having to do my daily obligations as a mom and like my daily obligations of just like, yeah, just as a mom, it takes up the most majority of my day. When I do have the space to to go into something, to do something, to, to take on a task or a project of the day. It's like your brain just feels so overstimulated, overwhelmed that it doesn't even know what to do next. Like the logic just feels like it's missing because you're just so scatterbrained, if anybody's ever experienced that before. Being able to get back into my gut, being able to breathe deep into my belly, being able to sit and just sense, be in my sensitivity, be in my feminine energy. I should be able to, or I hope that I can get back to being able to sharpening that skill of knowing, just knowing what is the next right move, what feels right, what should I move into next, what flows into my day. It really is a sense of flow. That's where I'm trying to get back to because I feel like I have been driving so hard in my productivity task list planning check 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 mindset you know and that pulls me out of trust with myself because I'm trying to in a way throw step stones in front of myself so that I don't have to think about it I'm able to just go but then I find that I get out of 
alignment in terms of what's making sense versus what I've planned, you know? I don't know if any of this is actually making sense at all. You might not know anything I'm saying, but that's where I'm at right now. I guess just like to stop overwhelming myself is what I'm trying to get at. Because if I'm able to pull the overwhelm away, I'm able to go into this whole season knowing that I'm probably not gonna get everything done on my checklist, but I can still feel really fresh and new without needing to do anything on my checklist. It's about sharpening the, the energy, the feeling, if you will, rather than feeling like I'm only going to get that if I do these certain things, you know? Do you know? I don't know. I don't even know if what I'm saying is making sense. Please let me know if it is. If you're looking for something a bit more tangible to walk away from, some of the areas of my life that I'm really focused on, refreshing things are, like I said, my home, doing some spring cleaning, some reorganizing, some decluttering, and refreshing in the sense of like moving things around a little bit so it feels like it has a fresh energy. Uh, also, like I said, this week I'm really focused on my wardrobe and pulling out all of my spring and summer clothes and going through them, especially because I wasn't able to wear them last spring and summer because I was pregnant. So I can finally go back into my clothes from two years ago now and go through everything, donate what I don't need anymore, repair what I would like to reuse and just come up with fresh ideas with the clothes that I have. Uh, I'm doing a self-care week or it's also again a theme in the memberships, but there will be a week dedicated for me to go get my hair done and just like refresh my physical self, you know, just like really luxuriously, lavishly take care of myself for a good week so I feel physically like I'm in a good place again, especially coming out of being sick. Then digitally and socially in terms of social media, I really want to give my all of my platforms a nice little refreshing look, you know, and just update what I'm following, what apps I'm using, update my phone, deal with all my storage, deal with all my memory cards, back up my phone and my laptop, do those things so I feel like I'm fresh in that aspect. And then last but not least, in the sense of hobbies and also for me in particular, I'm doing an area of like career and finances and just making sure that I'm kind of tapping into where I'm at with all of those things, with my email inboxes and my accountant and everything just feeling like I've got it all done. And that's probably gonna take me deep into the summer to do all of these things, maybe not, probably till the end of May, early June. But I'm okay with that because I know that I'm just not in a place of wanting to go hardcore, of wanting to be in, what was it, discipline culture? Not wanting to be in a place of dominant culture. I don't wanna have to like dominate these things and put myself into this energy or this mindset of like, go, go, go because I do also really want to be in a place of feeling present. One of the things that comes with wanting to feel fresh and new, wanting to move into new chapters of our lives, wanting to write new pages, if you will, in a very metaphorical sense, is that there is a grieving process with that. There is a mourning process of what we're moving away from, what we're letting go of, what we're closing the book to or closing chapters on. And I definitely, I'm in that weird transitional point of like wanting freshness, wanting newness, want being in my rebirth era. And if you are too, then you'll probably feel the same that you're rebirthing who you are and like this chapter you're in, but you're also saying goodbye to the old one. And as much as at times we can be ready to say goodbye or just like, just so excited to say goodbye, we're ready for new, it still comes with that mourning process of letting go or maybe lessons learned or patterns reaching their course and you're ready to move to 
new cycles, new energy. So holding space for all of that can be a lot. Again, too, also if you are very sensitive or leaning into your sensitive nature, or leaning into your sensitive energy. And I think that's a good thing because it means that you're leaving nothing behind, you're pushing nothing down, you're not suppressing anything. You're going into it with an open heart, an open slate, an open mind with nothing, you know, creeping in your closets or weighing you down in dark corners that you haven't moved through or haven't processed or expressed in a way. So it can be really fun <laughs> to move into new chapters, to be in a rebirth era, to go into a fresh new chapter of your life and start writing new pages or getting new hobbies or trying new looks or, you know, re rearranging your house and all of that. But it isn't until you look back that you'll realize what you're moving away from. Like we'll never have our old chapters again. So don't rush it. Don't feel like you have to be domineering in it or like push yourself through it. You know, let yourself go through it slowly and smoothly and softly, if you will. So that's my thought spiral of the day. Let's answer a question to end off our coffee talk today. Okay, so this question is very simple, but I do feel like it fits very well with our theme and especially the theme of spring. And it's just how to be more hopeful. This is something that I have also been moving through lately, rediscovering a sense of faith and hope during times that can feel very heavy, uh, negative, hopeless, for lack of a better word. If you ever fall down certain wormholes, I know I do sometimes on the internet where something, somebody will post, I follow a lot of accounts that post about like the environment or post about certain things going on in the world. And then you just go into the comments and it's just people going like deeper and deeper into this very, very negative mindset. And I understand like there definitely needs to be space held for reality and facing reality because if we're not honest about reality then we're never going to be able to change course we're never going to be able to change our lives but how do you stay hopeful while also holding space for and downloading the truths of the world or the truths of yourself or your life that maybe aren't so hopeful that are a bit more hopeless and as simple as your question is i think the answer is just as simple this idea of discovering things that make you feel hopeful and it doesn't need to be hopeful that there's going to be lots of time or hopeful that the world's going to figure it out or that we as a species are going to figure it out or that we're going to save the environment or that we're going to stop fighting or stop a war or whatever it is. It's just like finding the small things to feel hopeful about and spring is really, really beautiful in terms of the metaphoric ways in that we can do that. Something as simple as a flower bloom after a long winter or buds come on trees after a long winter. I don't know if that might be the answer you're looking for, but that's definitely where my brain goes when I really need to dig deep for something when the surface level of life seems to just be chaos and negativity and just seems like it's a shit show. <laughs> Sorry, but like the world seems like it's a bit of a shit show lately. And so when I dig deep into what really symbolizes these ideas in life regardless of time regardless of generations regardless of what era or you know chapter of life we're in as a human species on the planet there are universal symbolisms every day every season every year the idea of the sun coming up every day it's like no matter how dark the night gets no matter how long the night feels even in the depths of winter when you're in the longest nights the sun still comes up the next day. Or no matter how many clouds are separating you from the sun, the sun is still there and the clouds will eventually fade and move. You know, watching a flower, seed, plant, 
grow, bloom. There is literally no way of knowing what's gonna happen tomorrow. There's no way of knowing at all, and the only thing that really can give us the truest sense of hope is the fact that we have today, that we're still here. There's this book that someone got easted. I think it's called You Are Here, but it's about the planet, it's about Earth. It's explaining to a baby what Earth is and like that we have all of these elements and that there's all of these people here and that you know there's the four seasons and like all of these things. But one of the most beautiful pages in this story is this idea. It shows the the world, it shows like rockets blasting off into space, it shows the internet, it shows technology, it shows the planet, it shows animals, it shows all of these things at once. It's this big picture. And it says you know, as human beings, we figured out quite a bit, but there's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot that we don't know yet. So there's a lot for you to do here. And reading it to him made me feel so much peace because it's true. I think even again, now being a mom and thinking about the future generations and obviously wanting there be lots, wanting there to be lots of hope for Easton or for if Easton decides to ever have children one day, like wanting the generations to be able to continue to go and grow and enjoy this planet, enjoy this beautiful earth that we live in. And this idea that it's so true, like we as a species, we as humans, we on earth have definitely not figured it all out yet. So even that in itself is hopeful. There are issues because there are problems means that there are still solutions to be found, means that there is still a purpose for all of us here. There's still room, there's still things for us to show up and give to the world that can hopefully dream it into a softer place. So we might as well stay hopeful for the small little things, but also allow ourselves to feel inspired by the idea of trying to answer the bigger things. That in and of itself is where I stem my hope from for the future and just for the present even. So if you have an answer to that question, please hop on over to YouTube if you aren't here already and leave it in the comment section down below. I hope this gave you a sense of refreshment and renewal and just good new energy going into this new season, going into this next chapter of life, but also feeling like you don't need to rush it. Like you're able to kind of have one foot in each side as you slowly transition from one to the other to be in your rebirth era, if you will. And again, as always, if you have any other thoughts that stemmed from this talk, please leave them down below. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and sipping this drink with me today. I hope you guys are all doing well, just taking care of yourselves, feeling inspired, feeling fresh and new for spring. And I will talk to all of you guys in our next Coffee Talk podcast episode. Bye everyone.